Welcome to Grace Ford Podcast. It's your girl, Tamon Williams, here to share some mommy tips so that you can be the best mommy that God created you to be and not anyone else. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that something that's shared today will move you further into along your journey into motherhood. Let's get it, ladies. Welcome back, ladies. So this week, we're going to talk about a subject that I think is very important for every mother, whether you are a mother of one, six, or ten. I think it's important for you to make sure that you take time for yourself. Um, And this is not, I'm not talking about like taking time for yourself in a selfish way. Um, but I'm talking about really caring for yourself. And so, um, as I get deeper into this episode, I'm going to talk more so about soul care. There is a saying that I've heard before, and it is, um, you can't give from an empty cup. Meaning if I haven't been refreshed or refilled, I can't effectively give to others. And so now remember, this is coming from somebody that at one point we had six kids under six, Um, so I had my son, he was just starting first grade and I had just started homeschooling him. We had just, I mean, just had newborn twins and I also had three other toddlers and they were all in diapers and pull-ups. So yeah, my days were just full of mommy work, like from sunup to, to midnight and all throughout the night with feedings and everything. So it was just mommy work. And so I know it's nothing but the grace of God that I survived during those years. Um, And I didn't have a nanny. I didn't have a babysitter. I didn't have living help. All it was was me and my husband. So I have really come um, to learn what self or soul care is all about. And during this season, when I would even think about self-care, it was just simply, can I take a shower by myself? Can I do my hair? Can I eat without being interrupted? That was my self-care during that season. And I know that some of you may think, well, you know, well, that's because you had six kids and, you know, you were staying at home. And yet, yes, that's partially true. But I know that there's still mothers that only have one kid and they still don't take out time for themselves, whether they're working full time, whether they're constantly, you know, taking their kids here and there for extracurricular activities. I mean, the list can go on and on. It's not really about what all you have going on is more so of how do you make time for yourself? So I want to really encourage you uh, moms to make sure you're making that time for yourself. And you may ask, well, why is self-care so important? Number one, because <laughs> it'll help you keep your own sanity. And y'all know we go through seasons where those little humans um, sometimes are hard to deal with. Or it takes more for some of those humans. Um, it takes more love. It takes more patience. Um, you know, so sometimes we go through those different difficult seasons. And then don't talk about like if some if a kid gets sick or something like that. It just takes more out of you. So it's good to be able to keep your sanity. The second one is you don't want to lose yourself in motherhood. 
I've also grown to know that motherhood is definitely a calling, but it's not the only calling that I have on my life or that you have on your life. It's a calling, but not the only calling. So it's a part of who God created us to be. Um, But it's not the only part. So you never want to just put everything into motherhood. And what if there's other dreams or aspirations that you may have and you look and you let all of that go because your children is everything. I mean, they take up their they take up all of your time. And so what are you going to do or who are you going to be when they leave your home? Because that day is going to come when they either go to college, get married or what have you. Who will you be after you have completed your assignment in motherhood? And then um, the other thing is that it's refreshing. Like it's refreshing to be able to get away by yourself um, and not have the responsibility of, I am parenting right now. <laughs> it's refreshing. I know for me, um, during this season, it was refreshing just to eat a meal without somebody asking me for some. It was refreshing just to eat what I wanted to eat and not fix something for them or whatever it is that you like to do to relax. Um, it's refreshing. And then also I used to view, um, or I still do now view self-care as a reward. It's something that I look forward to doing because I know, okay, this is time that I can really get to myself. Um, it doesn't involve me doing anything for anybody else, but feeling like, okay, this is a reward for all of my hard work. Now, um, I know I mentioned how I wanted to kind of, um, share, One of the things that I've learned about self-care over the years um, is that self-care is really deeper than just taking a day for yourself. I mean, all of those things are amazing. Like, I love a good manicure, pedicure, spa day. I love all of that. And I think that, you know, there are seasons for that. I think that um, it's great when you can do it because I've been in a season where I couldn't do it because one, I didn't have a babysitter or two, I didn't have the money to do it. So I want to say that too, to encourage some moms, like don't think that because the season you're in that you can't do all of those um, things that you can't have self-care. No, I've, I, in during that season, I was pretty creative, you know, even self-care. Well, if it was just, let me just take a bubble bath at home by myself, you know, listening to soft music or what have you. So you can do those things. But like I said, I think that it's deeper than just taking out, you know, what, maybe a day, once a month. I think that self-care is a matter of soul care or stewardship over your life. It's a matter of how am I going to properly place and prioritize the things in the right place to where I'm not overwhelmed, to where I don't need to escape from my life, to where I'm not, you know, over the edge or on the edge about every little thing because I need this silence. I need to be away by myself. No, I think as moms, we should strive to get to a place to where where we have good stewardship over our life. And you may say, okay, so what does that look like? The first thing is that we have to make sure that we're filling our spirit um, with the word of God. And I know, y'all, I know we can get so busy, like so busy with the to-do list and, you know, running here and there or working or what have you. But you really like have to spend that quality time with the Lord. Now, that quality time 
Um, because I don't believe that God is a God of bondage. So I think that you and he would have to figure out how, what that looks like for you. Um, for example, I'll, I'll share this part. When my babies were little, um, I can remember how my time with the Lord was spent before I got married. It was just like whenever, all day, however, you know, I had the freedom and I had the liberty. But then once I started having babies, I didn't have that time like that. So I would feel bad that I couldn't, you know, spend hours studying the word or praying. And I remember God gave me this revelation and man, did it change me. And he said that it's not about the quantity of time, but about the quality of time. Meaning if I only had five minutes of uninterrupted, you know, I'm tuned in, God, I am here. I'm focused on your word. I'm here to worship you. If all I had was five minutes to do that, he would rather have that than 60 minutes of me trying to check off a list. And, you know, my mind is all over the place. I still got my phone open. I'm still looking at my to-do list and all of this. He would rather have that um, those few minutes with me than a lot of time. And it's really not even he and I, it's just me trying to check off a list. So we have to make sure that we keep that in mind. Um, and then, cause even during that, those opportunities that we take to fill our spirits up with the word of God, he would give us wisdom. Um, like I tell my children as they're growing in God, that the Bible is a blueprint for your life, meaning every situation, any question that you have or um, the wisdom that you need to know, it can all be found in the Bible, whether it's through um, a story of some of something that has already happened or just scriptures where God would give you revelation. So the first thing is that we have to make sure that we're filling ourselves up with the word of God. And the second thing is that we have to um, find that balance or that rhythm um, for the season that we're in. Now, let me explain that a little bit when I say find the rhythm, because I don't think that life is um, is a cookie cutter for anybody, meaning what may what works for me may not work for you. And that's fine. But you have to find the rhythm that works for you. And you have to find, um, you know, that balance that works for you. Like I said, when my babies were smaller, um, the times that I could have for my soul care or really making sure that I was being refreshed, it was um, it, it didn't look like probably what a mom with school age children um, looks like. For example, if I was rocking babies, I was probably praying or meditating or re or listening to the scriptures. However, I however I had to get it in. That's what I did. So it looked different from the season that I'm in now. Now, this season, I'm able to get up before the kids. I'm able to get, you know, in my prayer closet, read my word, um, go through my devotion, do my personal worship. I'm able to do all of that in this season. And like I said, it looks different. And I'm pretty sure as my kids get older, um, the, it may look different then. But it's not really um, how it looks to anybody else. It's what I'm doing for myself and for my soul to make sure that... Um, I'm allowed, I'm spending that time with God to where I don't need this one day of a month to try to go and get refueled. No, I'm already refueled every day. 
And then the third thing is that we have to evaluate what we have going on in our life that may be draining us or that's taking more from us than what we have to give or um, what's sucking the life out of us. <laughs> I don't know any other way to put it. Um and because I know as as moms and as women, we're nurturers and, you know, we like to care for people. And sometimes we take on other people's um, weight and drama and, you know, all of that, all of those things when God never told us to do this. I remember, y'all, I was going through this like, oh, my gosh, like so overwhelming season. And I was just venting, you know, just telling my husband everything about it and how I was so overwhelmed, how I was overworked, how how I was exhausted. I mean, I was just, I didn't even know how I was making it. And I remember what he said to me. He was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So he grabbed a piece of paper and a pen and he drew a line down the middle and he said, on the left, I'm going to write must do things. And then on the right, you're going to write the things you're doing. And so he was like, I want you to fill in the sheet. Um, well, actually, before I started filling in the sheet, he wrote the first seven things on the must do side. And those seven things were he wrote his name. He wrote Judah, Hannah, Josiah, Jonathan, Zion and Zoe. He said, these are the seven things that you must do. You know, it come, we come before anybody. And he was like, now I want for you to fill in the rest of the sheet. And so, of course, you know, I'm still bawling, crying and all that. And I'm just filling it in. And like my must-do side, it has, you know, the basic things that we all do. Laundry, um, cooking, grocery, grocery shopping, cleaning, um, homeschooling. And I listed like all the activities, all the homeschool stuff I do. Everything that I could think of that I must do. Um... It was on that side. And then I got to the doing side and I listed all the other extra stuff that I was doing. I even listed people um, that was consuming my time, whether it was through just, you know, random phone calls and they wasting my time or stuff that I had to do for them. Um, just everything. And of course, my doing list was on the other half of the sheet. And it was super long. And then he said, this is why you're frustrated. You know, because you've picked up all of this other stuff that really you don't even have to do or you, you're you carrying all this extra weight that I really didn't have to be carrying in that season. Because to be honest, my must do list, it's enough stuff on there <laughs> to where the doing list should have been really half of that. And so when I did that with him, it just opened up my eyes and I was like, OK, God, I see you and I hear you because a lot of a lot of times as women, we pick up unnecessary things and we do it for multiple reasons. Um, so I'm not really going to get into that. But once I saw it physically on the piece of paper, he helped me go through and start marking off things that I shouldn't be doing in this season. He helped me to start marking off people's names too. And so in that, of course I did everything the right way. You know, I um, start letting people know, Hey, I can't do this anymore. You know, um, I'm in a different season and really I didn't even owe them an explanation other than I would, I, I felt like I, was accountable to let them know or to communicate, hey, it's going to be some changes and I'm not able to do this anymore. But it really helped me to see um, and it really helped me to make those hard decisions. And so now I even do that sometimes now if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed, if I'm getting frustrated easily, 
I look and see, okay, what is draining me? Like, why is it that I need all of these self-care days? Um, Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said on the front end, it's nothing wrong with that. However, I should need to escape from my life often. Like, my life should be enjoyable enough to where every day I'm balanced in a sense. You know, I've got a rhythm in a sense. And, of course, it's going to change. So, I just wanted to um, share that with you ladies that that may be something that you need to do is to do you a um, must do or doing list so you can kind of see, hey, are there people that's draining um, my energy? Are there um, activities or things that I've signed up for that I really don't even have um, within myself? I don't have the capacity to to meet all of these needs and I'm stretching myself too thin. I remember somebody told me that one time that, hey, you know, I really think you're stretching yourself too thin. And at the, at the time I got offended because I was like, you know, I can handle this. I can do this. And now I know that they were saying it to help me, but I didn't see it that way during that time. I kind of took it as, you know, I got this, you know, I'm making it happen. But behind closed doors, I was so frustrated. Um, So, yeah, mommies, get that list um, out and see what you got going on. And then the last thing we have to do that I'm going to talk about on this episode for um, our mommy self slash soul care is... Um, it's always good to have an accountability partner. It's always good to have another mom or another woman to be able to check in with, you know, and say, hey, um, this is what I got going on. These are my real raw emotions. Like, you know, this is what's going on with me or this is what I got coming up. Um, just so that you can have somebody else to give you a different perspective on um on yourself because y'all know we see ourselves one way and then other people can see us totally different um so it's good I've got this one friend that she and I we get together at least once a month and you know we just and when we're together we literally talk about everything and nothing and sometimes we're together you know three four hours just talking about everything and nothing so it's good to have that accountability partner um to where you can share those things to where you can keep you know yourself in a good soul care place and then the last thing I want to share on this episode is um, a story that I love and I've learned so much from um, out of the Bible Luke um, chapter 10 verse 38 through 42 and this is a very familiar story with Mary and Martha And we can learn a lot from these girlfriends. So I'm going to read verse 38. It says, now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And so the the point that really sticks out about um, what we're talking about today, the soul care, uh, when Jesus says in verse 42, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. And like I said, there's so much that we can get out of this story. But I think the thing that um, 
that I really want to focus in on is that Mary noticed that it was necessary to sit and listen at the feet of Jesus. Martha, we're, we're, um, a lot of times we're like Martha, you know, trying to get what needs to be done. And I'm pretty sure she had the mindset of this is Jesus in my house. I want everything to be perfect and everything, you know, to be on point, which is good and is right. But we also have to make sure that we're taking out that time to, sit and listen to um at his feet because that's when we're able to um stay balanced and and keep a rhythm and stay in tune with the voice of god all right ladies this concludes the podcast for today if you enjoyed this subscribe so that you can know when the next one drops y'all continue loving on those babies loving that husband of yours and managing your house well